It was a rare sight to see in 1996 that the goth kid, the one goth kid, would take his lunch into the locker room to hang out with the PE teacher coach. So welcome to Super Thank, everybody. My name is Eric, and I'm here with my Super Thank friends. I'm here with uh, Bjarke. 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 And because you're Danish. from Denmark, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go for it. Do they have physical education in Denmark? Like sports? Yeah. No, like physical education in like PE. We call it PE. Where it's like, yeah. Oh, and that's that other voice you're hearing way off mic is Teresa. And also my friend uh, Kara is here from Superthink. But at first I'm asking Bjarke about gym class in Denmark. Because you grew up in Denmark. Yeah, I grew up in Denmark. I moved to the States four years ago. So here in the United States, when we go to school, we have like math, especially in like middle school and high school. And we have, you know, English. And then we have the special, like, and now we're at, in physical education. We're in a classroom where the teacher is teaching us sports. Uh, we have a class called gymnastics, and we are in a gym. And typically you do sports. And so there's a lot of ball games and other games, but it's called gymnastics. But it's probably the equivalent of PE. All right, good to know. So we're going to hear a story from uh, Kara's friend, Patrick Griffin, who's a native Oregonian, a musician, a songwriter, a vintage suit collector, apparently, who works in label relations in his day job at a music company called CD Baby. And when he's playing music, he also has another name. Right, Kara? Right. It's Leroy Jerome. His, his, his music name is Leroy Jerome. And would you like to tell us somebody something about your friend? Okay, so yeah, Patrick is in two bands. He plays drums in one band and he sings in another, but he was incredibly nervous to get on the stage for Super Thank. And I think that was because even if he performs all the time, he's very comfortable doing that. This meant a lot more to him. He really wanted to tell the right story to thank the person he was thanking. And he was incredibly nervous about it, but I think he did a great job. That's nice of you to say. I think he would say thank you. Oh, wait, he did. Uh, so before I start, uh, I really want to give thanks to uh, Kara Hansen, who was a volunteer with Super Thanks. She's been with Super Thanks since the beginning. Uh, she has gotten, she's dragged me to a couple of these events. They're so great, and I always leave feeling great. She finally told me, uh, made me tell the story. So uh, just real quick, a round of applause for Kara Hansen and all the other volunteers. Super Thanks. They work really, 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 really hard on, on this event. I, I, I can say, uh, as Kara's good friend, they all do uh, put their heart and soul in this event, and it really shows. So thank you to all of them. Um, now, to go from something uh, really happy, sorry, I have notes here so that I don't ramble forever because I don't want to take up the entire night. So who in this, in this room remembers PE class in middle school and high school? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, that laugh is exactly what I expected because nobody remembers PE class fondly. Really, right? No matter who, if you were cool or uncool, there was at least one or two times in PE class where you felt awkward, strange, different is the word that I like to use. For me, it was the time when I wore a, uh, it was a seventh grade, I wore a light gray t-shirt to school. I had forgotten a shirt to dress down in. So after a third period PE, it was a dark gray t-shirt. Um, yeah, so the people who are laughing understand. Yeah, all right, exactly. So um, if you were lucky, you, you had an instructor, an educator, who made PE a little less hellish. And if you were really lucky, 
Um, you attended Chehalen Valley Middle School in the, in the 90s, or you, you attended Rex Putnam High School in the last 10 years, and you were able to uh, have an instructor who not only noticed when you were feeling awkward, but would take extra steps to try to make you feel less awkward, to make you feel okay with your difference, because we're all different. But in those times in our life, all we want to do is belong. In middle school and high school, it's all we want to do is belong, but we can't. We're different. Um, so uh, that instructor that I, that I mentioned at Rex Putnam High School at Shenan Valley Middle School, is uh, his name is Greg Griffin, and uh, my story is about him. Uh, he's also my dad, as you might have put together from having the same names. But I, I, I don't want I, <laughs> I to give thanks uh, for him being a, a great dad or, or anything like that. I, I want to give thanks for all the other students that he's helped throughout the years. Um, and, and I want to do that by telling a, a few quick uh, stories about some of the students. So um, when I was in sixth grade, it was 1996, uh, there was a student in, in our middle school. His name was Billy. Uh, he was a seventh grader, so uh, he was what we refer to in those times as a goth. And uh, this was a small Oregon town, Newburgh, Oregon, so he was probably the only goth in the city, but definitely the only goth at our middle school, uh, including you know, black clothes, black eyeliner, black nail polish. Um, so the other students were not very uh, amenable to, to him. And the other teachers even treated him like he was a distraction. I mean, maybe not outright hostility, but just annoyance. Because, uh, you know, in the mid-90s, there was kind of a scare. So the, what was my first day of sixth grade and what Billy's first day of seventh grade, uh, we had an orientation. We were in the same PE group, and we had an orientation led by the PE teachers about what PE class was going to be. And after the bell rang, we were all leaving and going out into the hallway. I saw Mr. Griffin, as he was known, uh, approach Billy. And I, I asked him later, uh, I asked my dad later, and he said, you know, the look in his eyes was, I'm ready to get the riot act again. I'm ready to get this PE teacher is going to come up to me and say, you're a distraction, you're a problem. And he walked over to Billy and he said, hey, I'm Mr. Griffin. I'm going to be your PE teacher this year. I just want to let you know, another pair of black jeans, another black T-shirt, still counts as dressing down. We're cool. And that was the beginning of, of their friendship. That was, I mean... It was a rare sight to see in 1996 that the goth kid, the one goth kid, would take his lunch into the locker room to hang out with the PE teacher coach. But that, that, was, that was how he worked as an educator. You know, he felt like the cool kids, the jaw kids, they're fine, and they're going to be comfortable in PE class. It's the kids who are uncomfortable in PE class. They're the ones who need the extra attention, and they're the ones who need to feel like it's okay with being who they are. Um, you know, I asked my dad later about the strange, if it was strange that he was friends with Billy, and he said, well, being the only goth kid in a middle school is kind of like being the only black teacher in the district. I can understand what it's like to be different. Um, being a black male in Newburgh, Oregon, was difficult at some times. And uh, my dad told me once, he said, I, I noticed uh, at a young age that I'm a male, I'm African-American, I'm an athlete, and I'm a physical education instructor. These are four social indicators of unintelligence or laziness. And I have to work every day to get rid of that stereotype. But I told him later, a couple years later, I said, you know, those are also, in these days and times, those are also four indicators of acceptance or coolness. And, and you being the guy who wears Nike sweatsuits, uh, sweatsuits and brand new Jordans every day, 
to go up to a kid with a mohawk and say, hey, I like that rancid patch. Ruby Soho is a good song. <laughs> that means the world. That means the world to them. Um, so uh, when he moved to Rex Putnam High School, now he's working in high schools, he saw there was a lot, lot more students, a lot bigger diversity of students. Um, and a lot of students, there were more kids with mohawks and such, but there were a lot of students that couldn't afford another pair of shoes or another shirt or extra dress down clothes. Uh, and this really bothered, this really bothered him. Um, being as the youngest of six, um, and his wife, my, my mom, um, was the youngest of seven, they both knew what it was like to go without. And he felt uh, that it was his personal responsibility to not let these kids be judged by something they couldn't control, which is the lack of, of getting other shoes. I'm sorry, you're right here. I'm just keep saying right at you, but I appreciate it. You look like you're into it, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, him and, and my mom, and uh, with me and my sister in tow, um, they, they started spending their weekends going to Goodwill, going to uh, outlet malls, um, going to different thrift stores, looking for shoes, shirts, jackets, um, any, anything that, that they could provide. Not, not because they felt, you know, not because he felt bad for his students or he looked down on his students, just because it wasn't right. And he, after teaching for 30, almost 40 years, he knows how kids are and how uh, cruel they can be. Um, and that's, that's something that he wants to, to eradicate. Um, so finally, uh, I, I, uh, I wanted to, to end the story with um, my, my personal story. Uh, I am a, uh, as mentioned earlier, I, I am a biracial non-beard-having suit wearer in Portland, Oregon. So I definitely feel different a lot of the time. Um, and one day I was having a really, a really terrible day. Um, I had just been dumped. I had just been left my house, and I was staying with my folks. Um, so thank, thank you for that extra thank you for letting me stay there. Um, and I came home from work, and I, and I was just at the end of my rope, and I said, I, I don't want to be weird anymore. I don't want to like metal anymore. I don't want to wear suits I don't want to be different. And my, my dad, uh, he started laughing and he said, well, that's too bad. That's too bad. Because you're always going to be different. And I had to learn a long time ago that I'm always going to be different. Not for societal reasons, just because I'm kind of a weirdo. And I like being a weirdo. And I like reaching out to other weirdos. So on behalf of all of the weirdos, all of the goth kids, punk kids, popular kids, unpopular kids, you know, uh, lamos, jocks, whatever you want to call them. I, I, I would like to say thank you. Thank you. Oh, there, there, there they are right here, everybody. This is Greg Griffin right here. <laughs> thank you. That was a really good one. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was a very exciting story. He's, it's not the first time someone's thanked a teacher. It's not the first time someone's thanked their dad. But that kind of stood out to me. I really enjoyed it. I don't like thinking about high school all the time. But I did have a lot of good times in gym class. Um, I'm, I'm a competitor, I'll say. That's funny, because I could... For me, the gym teachers, I liked the physical time, right? But they were like the, um, 
Well, that's not entirely true, but some of the old school gym teachers that I had in the 90s were um, definitely like the uh, reinforcers of uh, like bullying hierarchies. They were not helping the the nerd kids out. So this 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 guy's dad was special. It's it's true. He's a special guy. Definitely. I appreciate Patrick sharing this story. Um, but I have to say, my big fear was in the locker room. Maybe it's a little different for girls, but it's it's uh, it's a jungle in there. That's that's gonna be that's gonna have to be a different super thanks story. So one thing that I do remember happening that night was that when Patrick was talking about who his dad was and some of the schools that his dad had worked at, there was a sort of gasp in the audience. And what we learned after the story was that this woman figured out that her sister had worked with Greg Griffin, with Patrick's dad. And then this woman actually got up and told her own story during open mic. And she oh. thanked her sister. And it's just a perfect example of what Super Think is all about. She was inspired to tell her own story by Patrick's story. I think that we will share that open mic story next week on the podcast. So the next episode, we'll hear that one. That's the one where the lady uses a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of F-bombs. Yeah, it's kind of awesome since this is a podcast and not a radio show that we can go there. Because that's one that I would not uh, be putting in the time to make radio safe. But we're just going to let it let it fly. That's great. That's not the first time that people have made that kind of connection at a Super Thank event. How, how adorable. Because the very first one, we had, um, we had a student, an audience member notice that in the room was a former middle school teacher of hers and then she got up and thanked her in the open mic and then that teacher uh joined super thank and produced every single one of our live events for a year right kelly gomez hi kelly gomez i had no idea that was how she got into this yeah thing story i was surprised when i came in and i saw one of my favorite teachers here um, and I haven't seen her since graduation, and I don't think she understands um, the impact that she's had on me and other students around her. Hey, thank you everyone for listening. Subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Rate and review us, and then uh, tune in next time for the next story. Oh yeah, that, that event took place uh, this summer, uh, way back in July, at... Eastburn. Thanks, Eastburn, for letting us uh, for letting us have our events in your wonderful space. Also, our next event is on December eighth. It's called Airing of Grievances, and is also at Eastburn. We yeah. hope to see you there. So everyone is invited. And in case you want to throw this in there, um, and the theme of the night was against the odds. Right. So the theme of the the night where Patrick told his story was against the odds. What's the theme of the December event coming up? Airing of grievances. Always a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And you can find out more information by going to our website at www.superthink.org. Nicely done. Thanks, thanks everybody. Thanks, Bjarke. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks, Kara. Thank you, Eric. And thanks to Poddington Bear for the music that you hear on this podcast. <laughs>